Hello again, travel nerds, and welcome to the EPOP podcast, episode number 478. In 2013, there were about 150,000 podcasts worldwide. In 2020, guess how many there are? I want you to guess too, Heather. Lightning struck in an open plain, and we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way through. Hey everyone, I'm Trav and joining me today is someone who will be spending a whole week solo, mostly solo. With the kids, I thank you for that, Hath. While I'm off playing at an adult summer camp, my wife, constant travel companion, child rearer, Heather. I don't even know what to say to that introduction, except good luck to us both, I suppose. Good luck to us both. Have in 2013, th- this is a hard number to, to find, right? But I did a lot of digging, and they said there were about 150,000 podcasts worldwide in 2013. Um, you know, give or take, probably 10,000s of them. In 2021... We know that podcasts have started to go mainstream. Mm-hmm. Not even started. I mean, have everybody gone has a podcast. Mainstream. Yeah. In 2021, how many do you think there are? My guess is 1.85 million. Well, a very specific number. Uh, I, I mean, you're close. They said over 2 million. Okay. Over 2 million podcasts in 2021. So that is why we are so thankful that you... Guys out there with so many choices of podcasts have continued to listen to the EPOP podcast. Well, some of you, since 2013, it's been a long time. It has been a long time. We have almost 500 episodes and we love doing this podcast so much. And I just want to talk about the elephant in the room right away because we want to say that we, I mean, we haven't put out a podcast in about two months. A new podcast. A new podcast. We were running a lot of greatest hits, yes. Yes. So we wanted to address this kind of first right at the top of the show that, you know, we love this podcast so much, but we kind of, we unintentionally, I guess, needed and then also then did take a break from the podcast. We had a really busy summer. And so this podcast is just going to kind of update all of you on the big changes we've made in our life, including a big change that we're going to make with this podcast. Yeah. So we thank you guys for listening. For those of you who went back, listen to the greatest hits um, as you're putting them out. Thank you. The download numbers stayed pretty consistent. So we put a lot of fun shows out there. Um, Casey and Chris behind the scenes, getting those up. So thank you guys. Um, but yes, we are committed to to giving new material, and and one of our goals going forward is to give you more heads up when when we are going to take a break. And as Heather mentioned, unintentionally it started um, because life got very hectic, and then at, at at some point we said, okay, listen, let's let's take a beat, let's rethink what we've been doing in the podcast, let's listen to what people have told us on Instagram and through email and surveys and everything that we've sent out over the last, at this point now, eight years, and really decide 
a direction to take the show that everyone's excited on. So don't worry, we're, we're not going anywhere. This isn't a... a um, this isn't the end. Yeah, this isn't, I was going to say moratorium, but that wasn't the right word. But this <laughs> this isn't an obituary for the EPOP podcast, but we did want to update you on what's been happening in our life in the last couple of months. And then, as Heather alluded to, kind of, uh, not kind of, but what we see uh, with the podcast going forward. And we think it's going to be fun and exciting for everyone. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But Heather, we knew that these last three months specifically, so we're talking... Well, let's say that's June, July, July and August. August. So we're we into could, September now. We're yes. all, like the middle of September, which is just wild. Yes. We knew that these three and a half, four months were going to be very hectic. I don't think we were really ready for how hectic they got. I mean, they were every bit as hectic as I imagined they would be. So I was not surprised. And we did bring it all upon ourselves through decisions that we made. But yeah, they were every bit as hectic as I thought. Although I don't think that we were as organized as maybe we should have been for all of these big life things that we ended up doing over the past three and a half months. And I guess we should just get right into it. If you don't follow us on Instagram or get our email newsletter, you should definitely do that extra pack of peanuts on um, Instagram and through our email list, you can sign up. And that is the best way I would say that Instagram is the best way to just continue to follow everything that we're doing, like a holistic view. If you're following at Heather Sherry, Heather, on that, you're posting more, more personal stuff, stuff mm-hmm. with the kids, things like that. You've got another one at Juju and Co., which is your home decor and and staging, Airbnb staging. and Airbnb staging. And then the extra pack of peanuts one, which I'll post on here and there. And then also we'll post on kind of like our, our whole what our whole family is doing. So that gives you a really nice cross section of, of everything that's going on. So if you did follow that, you, you saw some of what was going on. And uh, if you missed, if you like the podcast, that's just a fun way for us to be able to interact really quickly, you know, and, and give you updates. So highly suggest you go go follow us over there. The last episode, we put an episode out with my buddy Heath, well, our buddy Heath, July 13th. Before that, the one we had put out before was June 15th called Netflix Filmed a Movie at Our House. And so send, let's fill everyone in on what life has been like since... Early June, Netflix filmed a movie. They wrapped up June 5th. And since then, we've been on a bit of a whirlwind. Yes. And and just to be clear, that movie that Netflix filmed has nothing to do with us. They just used our home in North Carolina as the filming site of, of this movie, one of the filming sites of this movie. And so after they left our house, we immediately had to get it ready for Airbnb for the summer because we'd already decided to do that. It was already booked for the entire summer. Uh, But also at that same time, we decided to make an offer on another property here in North Carolina. So that was all happening very last minute while Netflix was finishing filming at our house, while we were packing up to go back to Pennsylvania for the summer. It's just so many moving pieces. Yes. So we went back to Pennsylvania for the summer. Our house that we live in here was rented then for the summer from June 7th until August 21st. So, you know, 10, 11, whatever weeks that is. We went back to Philadelphia. We had decided when we went back to Philadelphia that we would be selling the home that that I have owned since 2007, but that we have owned together and lived in together since 2015. 
And we decided to sell that house because we knew that we wanted to move our life down here in North Carolina. And the house that we have here at the beach, that was going to become our, our new home base. So June was essentially kind of two different parts here, June and July, getting that house ready to sell while also working to purchase a collection of four cottages down here in North Carolina as well. And to make things even more complicated and busy and intense, if you've been following along over the past couple of years, you know that we own five investment properties in the city of Philadelphia, which we also decided to sell all five of. So this summer, we sold three out of the five Airbnbs plus our own personal home. So four properties. And then the last two properties in Philly are now being listed now that the summer's over and the rentals are done, are being listed now. So in this year, we will sell seven, yeah, six, six, sorry, six, properties. six properties. So in a span of three months, <laughs> we sold our, our main residence, which was, that was the hard thing because that, yes. that was 15 years of stuff, right? Not Not just memories. Emotionally, it was... It, it was uh, difficult, might be too strong a word, but it was emotionally not even fulfilling. I would say a little emotionally difficult because there's a lot of memories draining, there, maybe draining, and and it is our home, was our home base, and our family is there, and our friends are there, our friends who are like family to us. You know that we went to we went to college there, so even all of our college friends are around that area. So you know, it was a lot. Yeah, it, it was difficult to leave them, and and the house itself was difficult to get together because we were moving out of a 1600 square foot house that we had lived in for 15 years and accumulated a lot of stuff <laughs> even though i think both i mean i'm definitely more minimalist than you but we don't we don't need a ton of stuff but we had just accumulated a lot so we're moving out of there we sold the three philly properties we're selling the other two now so everything will be gone so in the span of four months we will have sold um as you said six different properties that might not have been as hard, though, as purchasing the new <laughs> property of the four cottages, which took us essentially from the beginning of June working on this until we closed on it in mid-August. And so this was difficult. For August 3rd. August 3rd. Okay, early August, right. This was difficult for a lot of reasons. I won't get into the nitty gritty of the financing and stuff, but it, it was difficult to get financing for a second home. Uh, plus, because we were selling properties at that point, everyone was looking at us like, wait, you're selling this, but you have this. So it was it was a very um, long process to do that. Almost daily calls for me with people needing more information and asking questions. And so that was a two-month slog as well. Um, and But we did it. We did. So the, all the paperwork got done. Everything got done. We got a moving van, uh, a moving truck. That is a story in itself, a 26-foot U-Haul. Well, let's talk about the time, right? It's 2021. We're still in a pandemic. People are changing their lives. Everybody out there wants what they've been dreaming about, right? Like to move to the beach for us, to buy the house they've been dreaming of, or just to, to change things to make their quality of life better. So also a lot of millennials who weren't buying before are buying now. So the real estate market is just absolutely wild out there. It's like the Wild West. So I think with with all of that happening, you know, 
it's exciting. But then when we wanted to actually physically move, the logistics were really challenging because we couldn't find a moving van in Philadelphia. Like there was not a moving van to be had. There wasn't full. Well, first of all, we tried to hire movers because we're like, OK, yep. we have two kids. We're 38. We're like, let's just adult here. <laughs> hire movers to help us with this. And we couldn't even find movers. No. Like we wanted to pay people to help us move. Everyone and, was like two months out. Like yeah. I'd call them, say, hey, I'm moving in in three or four weeks oh no no way i can help you yeah so that is something that i never i mean was so excited to actually be able to put money towards help making our life easier and we couldn't because of demand and then we're like okay fine we wrapped our heads around like just moving ourselves and having family and enlisted wonderful a few, friends a few nice friends to come to, help, to us. help us and then we couldn't even get a moving van so it was just so stressful and then our car broke down then our we were like okay should, what, what kind of car should we buy it was just so many things layered on top of each other with all this emotional stuff of literally moving your life from Pennsylvania to North Carolina. And I know maybe it doesn't sound like a big deal to um, all of those of you no, listening. I, but think, <laughs> I think anyone listening and, g- you know, give us an amen on, on Instagram if, if this you. Anyone listening who has spent a large period of their life in, a, in an area. So for us, it was 15 years at that house. You know, I grew up in that era. Our friends and family were still there. And has gone through the process of not only moving their stuff, but moving their life to a new area. I think everyone feels that. Yeah. Because even when you talk about moving, like, yeah, I'm going to move. People are like, oh, that's yeah. so hard. You know, we had friends who moved right down the road and they were talking, man, this took like, like a month. And they legitimately moved like eight houses down the road. And they said it took us a month to even move. So I feel like anyone who's had to go through with something like this understand like can think back to it and say yeah that's just it's just a huge mental weight on you and it just takes up you know to use a kind of term that gets a lot of your bandwidth yeah right it just it sucks up your thoughts your time your emotions and when you have kids, you, you have limited amounts of those things anyway. Well, yeah. And speaking of the kids, you know, they are used to being around family. And even for our son Whitaker, who will be four in October, you know, he is of the age he remembers things now. He remembers our house in Philadelphia and he knows that it's close to his best friend, who is his cousin. And so he is also trying to manage his emotions at a very, you know, hard, fragile toddler age when they can't express things fully. You know, he's going through this. So then it's like, oh, my goodness, I feel all of these feelings about my children and being in this house with them and moving. So it really was a lot more emotional than I imagined it to be. And then to make matters even more extenuating, we couldn't, when we sold our house and left Philadelphia, we didn't come back to our beach house, which is our oasis in this wonderful, beautiful place in well, the world. And is, and is set up, <laughs> and is with, set our stuff up with our stuff. And his bedroom and our little girl's bedroom and our office. All right. We... August 3rd, got the moving truck, 26-foot U-Haul. I am still impressed that I didn't sideswipe any cars off the road uh, during that drive down here. Shout out to our buddy Cubes who came and and drove with me um, down here. But we moved into one of the four cottages that we had just bought. So we told you we, we bought another property down here in North Carolina. It is It is four different cottages on one piece of land. 
And there was one open that we could move into for three weeks. And it's about a, it's about a 650 square foot cottage with a very old bathroom and a somewhat fun- a semi-functioning kitchen. Yeah, I mean, a very small functioning kitchen. So, you know, we didn't have an oven, but we had a stovetop that had two burners that worked in a very small sink. So that's what we were using. Mostly we we're using the microwave and the toaster oven in order to cook things. So it's just a very tight space. And, you know, all the while, because we bought these properties, we kind of wanted, well, we did want to, and we do want to hit the ground running with getting them ready to Rent. To rent. So, you know, it's four properties and we'll talk more about this in the future. But I mean, it's four units and all of them, while being very charming and, and beautiful, especially on the exterior, all of the interiors need to be completely updated. So we're living in the one cottage that's, you know, nice, but needs updates. And then we have our pod and we have to unpack the U-Haul. Not podcast, but we no, actually pod, have a moving like a, pod. a moving pod to store things in. Plus, because our beach house is rented, so we have to figure out the logistics of where we can put our permanent stuff that we need up at the beach house eventually. Plus a storage unit, plus this pod on the property at the cottages and unpacking everything. And it rained for like 10 days straight. Quick which- synopsis. Basically, <laughs> August 3rd to August 10th that week, we went from a 26-foot U-Haul into a 14-foot pod in pouring rain every single day, mm-hmm. and we took a 1,500-square-foot house into a 26-foot U-Haul into a 14-foot pod, um, and now have started to move it into a house that we live in in North Carolina that's already fully furnished. Yeah. So there's just been a lot of uh, box Jenga yes. or, or box Tetris just all over the place. Meanwhile, renovating two of the four cottages uh, that we started on in mid-August as well. Yeah. So, so And honestly, we're not really asking for sympathy here because we brought no. this on ourselves. No, and nor it's, are we... a, it's a great adventure and we're happy. Sure. We're happy about all of it. It just goes to show you a little behind the scenes that you maybe didn't see on Instagram and you certainly didn't hear. But this is why we didn't record a podcast for totally. <laughs> two and, months. And we're not even making excuses because we're straight up telling you like we wanted to have a break. And yeah. so we took a break. <laughs> and there's 470, there's 477 other episodes out there to listen to. And, you know, it got to a point where we, you know, we love recording. I would have love to sit down and ripped off three or four podcast episodes and it was just not happening yeah i mean mean, did we even know where the microphones were no i mean they were buried (laughs) under probably 17 boxes of clothes and knickknacks and you know old philadelphia phillies t-shirts from their 2008 world series run and all that kind of stuff so yeah uh but now that we're back in our north carolina house we're back in our main house and the cottages are getting renovated so to, to kind of finish your give you a, uh, an update of where we are now. We're back in the house that that is our home base. Um, we still plan on renting this house on the beach during the summer and and traveling from there a bit. Also maybe renting it a bit in the winter. But for, you know, we would say, let's say six to eight months out of the year, this will be our home. The cottages are right down the road from here, about a mile and a half. Those will be renovated and will be full ter- full-time um, Airbnb places. Uh, or they're not renovated. They will be getting renovated or are getting renovated. And uh, and here we are. And we're ready to go back into into podcast mode. 
But as we were sitting and, and talking about what does the podcast look like, and we've always thought, hey, we're coming up on 500 podcasts. What, you know, is there something that people might want? Is there stuff that people have asked for? Is there a way to kind of change the f- format of the show that, that might fit better? And one of the big themes or topics that, that has come up, and we mentioned this a little bit on Instagram, Hath, and got a lot of love from a lot of you, was that when we started, it was simply a travel podcast, and it was all about travel. And what we've learned from a lot of you is that you're interested in hearing a lot about how to make this lifestyle, this overarching lifestyle happen, which is a lifestyle that allows you to travel, but is so much more. This free, this lifestyle of freedom is so much more than simply travel. Yes. So when thinking about what all of you, the listeners, want from the podcast and thinking about what Travis and I want with the podcast and from the podcast, we just want it to be a reflection of us and of our lives while it's entertaining and helpful and also informative for all of you. And so we've decided that, yes, we will still talk about travel, of course, on this podcast. And, you know, we do plan to travel a bit, not right now, um, but in the new year we will be traveling. And um, but but until then, we decided to do something kind of new, well, new for us, but also exciting. And that is doing deep dive seasons on specific themes and topics that allow you to lead this lifestyle. And when we were first starting down this path of entrepreneurship, and basically all we knew was that we wanted to travel. We didn't know that um, we could have a thing called lifestyle design, right? Or, or that we could have a, free, a freedom lifestyle. And the most beneficial thing that helped us was just seeing people who are modeling it. And so I think throughout this podcast, a lot of you have gotten a, a good sense of what our life looks like. We don't hide behind the curtain. Like we pull a lot of it back where we show you what is happening. It's not been probably for the last 250 episodes, just simply a travel podcast because there's so much more to it than that. Because the only reason we're allowed, we can travel as much as we want is that we've been able to build businesses and we've been able to have real estate investments and properties that have allowed us to not have to work traditional jobs. And as we've started to show more of that, people have said, wait, that's something that I'm interested in, but how can I do it? And that's some of the things that we want to dive deep into in these seasons. Yeah. So basically, we will have seasons that center around one topic, as Trav mentioned, and then that season will be finished and we'll do another season with a different topic. And some of those seasons will only be travel centric. And then the other seasons will be more lifestyle centric and also whatever else you guys might want to hear from us. Like we'll put out polls on Instagram, even through maybe an email so that you can let us know what you want to hear for us. But we do have a couple of ideas and we have our first two seasons. We have the themes for the, the first themes two seasons planned. already planned out for the first two seasons. And we're super excited for them. And the first episode of the new season is going to drop uh, uh, October 5th. Okay. Yep, October 5th. So we figured we would do, this is our goal, right? I'm going to say it and I'm going to put it out there. Our goal is that we will do four seasons a year, one each quarter. So it will actually be a few 
episodes less a year probably because we were putting out an episode every single week, which is 52, yeah, 52 episodes. episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's and we've been doing that more or less. Obviously, you guys, we like as you saw, we were putting out some repeats recently. But we've been doing an episode a week, more or less, for the last seven, eight years. And when Heather and I both said, well, what if we did themes? And we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. But how do you how do you jump from theme to theme? Hmm, maybe each theme should be its own season. And we both got very excited on that idea. of, of And I think the listener experience will be good, too, because if there's something you're not interested in, okay, you don't have to listen to it. But if you are, and it's, it makes it easy for us when people say... Um, hey, I'm really interested in this topic. And instead of me saying, well, you could listen to episode 330 or you could listen to 215 or you could listen to 150 and you know, you're know, you hearing bits and pieces here and there. If you're interested in a certain topic, and l- let me just throw one out, this actually isn't one that we're sure we're going to do, but let's say family travel. Let's just put that as an example. If that was a topic or a, or a theme of a season, we could say, listen, go listen to this season of family travel and it's eight episodes, ten episodes, twelve episodes, six episodes, whatever. We're not ex- we're not holding ourselves to a certain number just yet. We're going to see what number kind of works for the seasons. Um, but then you can go and deep dive on that and binge that and get kind of a front to back. You know, it's like when you go to a blog and you read there everything you need to know about this subject. And that's what I always loved. My buddy Steve Cam over at Nerd Fitness would do it. It's like, I want to know about the keto diet. And he'd have a post that was 10,000 words long, but it was everything I wanted to know about the keto diet. So I knew I could go, read, stop, read some more, stop, read some more. And that's what we want to do with the seasons so that you're not having to jump around to get the full scope of things. Yeah, we want things to make sense and to go together and be intentional about what we're putting out there and planning it out in advance so that we're more prepared and we can let all of you know what's happening instead of it being, you know, a little bit more like, okay, what are we going to record this week and what is it going to be about and all this stuff, which is fun, but it doesn't allow our team members to be prepared and it doesn't allow us to be prepared. And then we start to feel stressed about the podcast and we don't want to be stressed. We love doing it so much. It's probably our favorite part of our jobs. And so we just want to make sure that what we're doing is working for us and for our team and for all of you. So we're really super excited about doing it in this format and having it be categorized and organized all for you in a season with a theme. Yeah, and we, you know, we have a lot of data over seven, eight years. We can go back and see all the download numbers for every episode. Anecdotally, we've gotten so many messages, comments, emails over the years that we have a pretty decent idea at at the shows that really resonate with people and the ones that that you've said are super helpful or super fun or just, oh, I'm look, I look forward to this one every year because we do have recurring shows that we do. I'm thinking our year in review ones and things like that. And so getting to build that out in, in a way around seasons is going is going to be super fun for us. And so we'll, we'll be giving you more details about that as, as we start to flesh that out ourselves. But the first season that, as Heather mentioned, we have our first two seasons, and these will these will roughly go with the seasons of the year. When I said to Heather, how, how many seasons are we going to do here? She's like, well, just why not do four? <laughs> and I was like, four, huh? Yeah, okay, fall, winter. And, and so, again, 
this might not be the exact way the calendar falls, but to give you guys a little bit of a peek, we're looking at, okay, October, you know, will be a season and we'll start putting that season out in October. January 1st is a great time. Put a season out there. What's April? Put a season out there. You know, April, May, June, July. July. Put a season out. You got it. So every three months, there'll be a season, you know, and and we'll kind of go in on another topic. Uh, That's not to say... As Heather has already mentioned to me earlier when we were talking about this, there there might be bonus episodes. If we just do one that we think it's fun off the cuff or we have interviews that we want to put in with certain people that maybe don't follow a certain theme, hey, we'll, we'll throw those in. Don't worry. You won't be getting very much less of us in case anyone was worried. Yeah. So <laughs> still, there'll still be plenty of content and podcasts for you to consume. Yeah. So we're really excited and we do know our first two seasons, but... We would love to hear your feedback. So we're going to be putting a post on Instagram. So look out for that. Just dump anything in there that you think would be a topic around this lifestyle design, this broader theme of lifestyle design. Hey, Heather and Trav, how come you're able to do this and this and this? How come you're able to, at 1 p.m., go and pick your kids up at school every day and be with them for the rest of the afternoon and not have to work? How how come you're able to hop on a flight to Italy? How come you're able to do this, to do that? Because the the bigger thing that has happened in our life and what we've always said has been the benefit, even though it's been very hard to build this lifestyle over the years, is that as things change, as what we want changes, as, you know, as our situation changes with kids or where we want to live, we've been able to adapt and change our lifestyle to be what we wanted. That's the beauty of lifestyle design is that you're designing it, right? Not not reacting to someone else. And we've been able to do that, you know, if even if that means traveling less, because now we found a place in North Carolina that we absolutely love by the beach. So we're saying, oh, you know, I don't I don't feel the pull to travel as much or we've got two kids, so it's a little harder. So as everyone with kids knows, it doesn't mean we don't want to, but it just means you have to weigh the pros and cons. And so as we've been able to do that, um, we want to be able to show that to you as well, because I know a lot of people out there who listen to the podcast, obviously the tie that binds us all together is this love of travel. That's why you found our show in the first place. And so we certainly won't be shirking away from talking about travel, but if we can show you how to d- design a lifestyle through modeling what we've done, or at least just telling our stories, that's going to allow you to do a similar thing in the way that you want to do it to give you more freedom to travel more and do the things that you love. And so that's really been the the biggest shift, I would say, Heth, for us over eight years is that when we first started, our only real goal was just to travel more. Like I just remember saying, I want to travel more. Yes. Yeah. It, I it mean- was as simple as that. Yeah. And we were teachers at the time. And so it's like, well, yeah, we could have traveled quite a bit in the summer, but we wouldn't be able to travel any other time of the year. So we just wanted to create a lifestyle where we could pick up and go and spend lots of time in other places to experience the world. And we were able to do that. And it's an incredible experience. And you know, every journey has its ups and downs. And I think being entrepreneurs is incredibly challenging as well as incredibly rewarding and going through the last 18 months with being a travel-based industry in a worldwide pandemic has been not the easiest thing but we've learned 
from this worldwide shared experience and we've been able to pivot and oh buzzword <laughs> i know pivot but still. bandwidth who are we <laughs> but still i mean everybody in the world has has had to change in some way because of this shared experience that we're going through and i'm just happy that we can still remain entrepreneurs honestly because it's been a really challenging 18 months living through a pandemic when our jobs were really based around travel and lifestyle business so for us i think it's just really exciting to still be here still have the opportunity to be able to record this podcast and to move forward with some really new exciting content i know i keep saying exciting but it is <laughs> some different perspectives with this with this content so i'm excited the best way that I can sum it all up, and this has come from quite a few of you. So if you're listening and, you, and you've ever put this on our Instagram or emailed us way back in the day or anything like that uh, to, to kind of show you the mindset shift or the path that we're, we're going down now is in the beginning, it was all about helping people travel cheaper so that they could travel longer and travel more. And a lot of you went on vacations based on you know, us inspiring you or helping you get frequent fire miles. And, you know, we were able to take trips of a lifetime that we didn't think we'd be able to do. A lot of you have been able to. And then people would come back and say, hey, Trav, hey, Heather, that was awesome. But I don't want to go back to work. Like, how come you can keep traveling? And for a while, it was just like, well, we're, we're making it work with an online business. And you know, as more people asked and more people asked and more people asked, like, oh my gosh, you've changed, you, you know, if I could just do this and I could get out there and see the world more, not have to come back to a job, like that would be what my ultimate lifestyle looks like. And as you guys know, four or five years ago, well, six years ago is now we rolled out Location Indie and we have the community over there. And I think that now, because so many people have been able to dip their toe into this freedom lifestyle, a lot of you haven't had to go into uh, even my brother who came and I was talking to him last week. He, he doesn't he's now fully remote and he works for Lowe's. So, you know, a huge company. They thought they were trying to bring people back and everyone's like, we don't want to come back. And finally, they're like, oh, you don't have to come back or at least his positions. Um, you know, he understands now a little bit. He's like, well, I could I could really move anywhere. Mm -hmm. This is this is eye opening. I'm like. Yeah, it, it truly is. And so some of you may have had similar experiences. And so as this new frontier is kind of opening up, we want to be able to help you figure out what that ideal lifestyle and what that freedom lifestyle looks like for you. We know it'll include travel, but it really does include so much more than that. It is time, location, and financial freedom all wrapped up into one. So we're going to shine a light on that and how we've been able to achieve it through a variety of different ways. And uh, the mistakes, obstacles that we've, the mistakes we've made, the obstacles we've faced, and everything in between. So season one, <laughs> to give you a teaser, Heth, you, you summed this up best, so I'm actually going to just have you say it, because when we decided this was going to be season one, I'm like, you said everyone's asking for it. I'm like, really? How do you know? <laughs> I know because, and you will be able to figure this out if you stalk my Instagram, but I put up a post on Instagram that got more likes than any other post we've ever put up on any of our accounts, including the birth announcements and first pictures of both of our children combined. We got so many likes on this post. So that is a little teaser about what the first season is going to be about. 
and that will drop, as Heather mentioned, October 5th. So we will see you back for, I guess we're calling it season one. <laughs> it's a bit odd because we're almost 500 podcasts in, but that will be dropping October 5th. That is the fir- the beginning of our first season doing it this way, and we cannot wait. We've already mapped out all the episodes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really, really good. And thank you for just summing that up there at the end, Trav. That is exactly what we're trying to convey. And we also just want to say how grateful we are for all of you for sticking with us, for being supportive out there on social media and through email uh, with all of the changes that we've made and for being understanding when we didn't put out a podcast for two months and still showing up now to listen to this one. So we hope that you are looking forward to the new EPOP podcast as much as we are. Thank you guys so much for the support as always for making us one of the top rated podcasts out there. It's been eight years almost 500 episodes. Our goal is to pay you back with as much impactful content as we possibly can. And we look forward to doing that with this new format starting October 5th. See you all soon. I saw you on my way through On my way I saw you and I'll see you again someday.